What's going on, everybody? This is Red here. I am excited. Man, I have some stories for you, and it's something I've been interested in for a very, very long time. Um, so what today's episode, what today's podcast is going to be about is there has been mysterious attacks on livestock in Kentucky, all over Kentucky, from Louisville, Kentucky, to Shelby, uh, which is actually in Shelby County, to Monroe County. Um, and it's been on the news, so this has been, this has been reported on news over, well over the last 10 years, for sure. Um, I only went back 10 years, but I do plan on going back a lot longer in a upcoming podcast that I'm going to do as a follow-up to this and hopefully maybe get uh, a couple people on here. So if you're from Kentucky and you have some information on this, that the livestock uh, getting attacked by what they're saying could be possibly a, a large cat. And when I say large cat, I don't mean household or anything like that. I mean a large cat, like a pretty much like a, a mountain lion type of cat, you know, something like that, a panther, a mysterious panther. And there has been panther sightings throughout the United States um, for years, many, many years. And they say that, no, no, that, you know, that's, that, you know, they're not around, they're long gone, they're extinct. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they've been wrong. But anyway, so I hope everybody's doing good. Hope the new year's treating everybody good. It's been a crazy start, as you know, to my new year. Um, a lot of different things going on right now. I'm looking to uh, move. I'm not quite sure where yet. Uh, Kentucky is actually one of the places. Um, I'm not going to lie. A reason is because they have so many things going on in the cryptid world. It's absolutely crazy. I'm not sure if there's many other places that have more things going on when it comes to the cryptid world and paranormal world than Kentucky. Uh, and right beside it's Tennessee. I've been looking at Tennessee as well. Uh, doing owner financing is, is the route I'll be going. Um, and hopefully, you know, I'll get everything paid off and, and grab another piece of land and build up. That's, that's my dream. Uh, I want to get a piece of land, you know, put, put some fruit trees on it, some bushes, uh, you know, get, get a, a farm going. Of course it's not going to be hundreds of acres, but you know, anything that I could possibly get that is something decent, um, you know, I, I'll be happy with. So that's that's what I've been doing, and I'm, I've been looking into trucks and all this fine stuff. So right now, it's it's absolutely crazy, and I can't wait to actually read some of these things to you. Joe Rogan entered the live studio. Well, thanks for entering the studio there, Joe. Um, it was for a quick second. No, I doubt it's the actual Joe Rogan himself. If it is, that's pretty freaking awesome. I'm not even going to uh, <laughs> deny it. But something tells me Joe Rogan is not using Podbeam uh, to listen to podcasts, even though it's a, it's a great uh, way to listen to podcasts. It's a, it's a pretty good way to, to actually do podcasts themselves. But hopefully, um, 
see I'm trying to switch everything on the other end because I'm going to be reading from my tablet uh, the actual news articles to you and hopefully y'all uh, could get a pretty good idea of what is going on. So it's definitely been interesting just reading over Sony's articles. The first one I'm going to read to you is from 2012. And it's interesting because if you if you see the route and if you actually hear some of the interviews and read about the interviews uh, on a bunch of other sites as well, some people are not saying it's a big cat. Some people believe that it is Dogman. So there, there is a possibility that, that that's the case. Um, but what I normally try to do in the beginning of the show, and if anybody has any sightings or encounters, whether it's paranormal, cryptic, please shoot me up an email at miapodcast at protonmail.com. Again, that's miapodcast at protonmail.com and I'm going to put the link in I'm going to try to get some of these other links in too a little bit later at a a different time I'm going to end up putting this up and then I'm going to end up after I publish this I'm going to end up also uh, putting the links a little bit afterwards just so I could get it up and published Um, but again if you have any encounters, sightings whether it's paranormal, cryptic, UFOs, uh, aliens, anything like that, then please get a hold of us at MIA Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Again, that's MIA Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Now, on with the show. So, WDRB.com is where you can find this. And I'm going to read it off to you. So, it's very interesting. They, they have a big photo of a. Um, big track from a large feline uh definitely you know mountain lion uh again black panther or something like that is possibly what what could have left this particular one um i just think it's interesting that you know they they conveniently found this so Louisville, Kentucky, WBRB of Mysterious, a mystery in Shelby County has people on high alert. Something is on the prowl, attacking animals and leaving them found for dead. People say a creature attacked six goats, five of which had to be put down, and four calves in the past couple of weeks. Rusty Newton, Deputy County Judge Executive, says it's not doing it to kill the animal to eat. These animals are just being mauled. That's where the mystery is at this point. So it's not jumping on the actual animals and killing them and and eating them. It's just killing them for fun. And if you... Cats, I mean, panthers, they're going to jump on it and they're going to kill it and they're going to eat it. Um... Lions, they're going to jump on it, kill it, and eat it. Same thing with tigers. All these big feline animals all have that in common. Um, so it's it's odd. I mean, there is a story about a 
pack of brothers of lines that killed people for fun and they were the most vicious they um also killed other animals for fun so is that a possibility for sure it's a possibility i'm not saying it's not possible the likeliness of this though is not that high it's really not so people say a creature attacked the six goats um sorry Neighbors say it lurks in the woods and only comes out at night. No one has seen this creature, but people are on the lookout. A couple found what they believe are tracks from the animal. Frank Edward lives in the area. He says, we got trail cameras out, we've got traps, and it looks like it's smarter than we are. So, county officials are holding a meeting on Monday at 6.30 in Wadi to inform neighbors. So, again, this was from 2012. Um, a very interesting, uh, story. And of course I'm going to read a couple more going uh, throughout the years, uh, some in 2018, uh, 2019. So I'll be jumping back and forth between this, but to me, it's, it's very interesting. And I was trying to see if maybe anybody left any comments just because, um, it's interesting sometimes that they might have a little bit more information but no, no, no comments whatsoever on here. So we're going to be on to the next story. And again, to me, it just gets better and better. Uh, so here we go. Here's a, a short one. This is September 3rd, 2018. Uh, sheriffs, horses, dogs, possibly killed by a large cat in southern Kentucky. Here, wildlife officials are investigating after three horses and two dogs were found dead in Monroe County, Kentucky, Sunday morning. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office reported agents with the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources were called to the Bill Butler Spur area to investigate the dead animals. Upon arrival, agents found three horses, a pit bull, and a husky dead from what they believe to uh, believe is an attack by a large cat or animal reported by the sheriff's office. Members of the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources came to Monroe County from Frank Fork to examine the deceased animals. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office advised residents to be aware of their surroundings and to keep a close eye on small children and animals when they're outside. I don't know what it is, but I know it's big and I know it's deadly. And if it can do that to a horse, and just think, you know, horses are huge animals. Absolutely gigantic, right? Now, I would think if this is a smaller cat, which is what we have here in Texas, um, we don't have you know, we have bobcats. Bobcats aren't super big. Are they still kind of deadly? Yeah, yeah, they are. You got to be on the lookout for them. You don't want to be scratched up on them. You don't want to get, you know, hit on the neck or bit on the neck or really bit anywhere by these damn things. Uh, pardon my language. But can a bobcat do that to a horse? I don't think so. A horse, when it needs to, could trample another animal to death i mean that's their they they jump up and it, pretty much what you see out of the rodeo right when they're trying to buck a cowboy off of it of their back that's part of their you know their defense mechanism 
And if you think you have something on your back and it's trying to buck it off, but not, it doesn't just stop when it's off. It keeps on bucking. It jumps, it lands on you, hits you with the, the hooves all over the body to the face and it happens. And when, especially when they get mad or scared, that is what they're going to do. So this is not something to be messed around with. It's, it's very, if it could take down a horse, very, very dangerous. Um, and, and these are, uh, you know, it has to be a large predator. So there's a lot of stuff you got to look out for. A hundred percent. So according to Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, the animal's wounds are inconsistent with a large predator attack. They do not have conclusive answers to what caused the attack of this time. So they're saying it's inconsistent with a large predator attack. As in, but the thing is, a small predator I don't believe is going to be able to do this to a horse. Now, maybe a husky, um, what was the other one was a pit bull. Yeah, I don't know if if y'all know a lot about huskies. Um, everybody that's listening, but huskies are tough animals. Uh, their coats are pretty thick. I mean, it's not like a great Pyrenees, where a lot you know great Pyrenees have so much fur, but it's not uh, you know quite as big. But it's still there to where if there it's getting scratched at or or you know bit it still has that as a defense, you know, a defense mechanism. And the thing is the Husky itself. Hello, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, just doing my show for, uh, the mysterious, uh, livestock killings in Kentucky over the last 10 years. You think it could be wolves? Wolves are crazy, man. Wolves are definitely crazy. Uh, I don't think it's wolves in Kentucky. Number, uh, There's not a lot of them in Kentucky, uh, especially in southern Kentucky. Um, they're saying that it's a large feline, so they think it's more like a... From a could be a possible Black Panther, even though they're, you know... The fish and wildlife say they don't exist uh, in Kentucky or, or in a lot of other places. But it could be possibly a mountain lions. I mean, wild, wildlife don't really have uh, borders. You know, they, they don't realize that they're in different states. So I'm sure for if there's a reason they could travel and maybe traveling down to uh, South Kentucky is probably a... Uh, you know, one of those things, especially having free, free game, you know, big horses, stuff like that. Other people are saying that it could be the cryptids, um, you know, stuff like uh, Dogman or, or Bigfoot or whatever. If you, if you read some of the interviews um, by, by the people, some of them for, you know, say that it's not actually a feline footprint that they found, that it's a canine footprint uh that they found but not on four legs so very interesting that's scary yeah it's that definitely is so I, I i take it you're a giant joe rogan fan i i am joe rogan 
<laughs> well, uh, nice to meet you. Um, your voice sounds a little bit different over over the uh, speakers right now. So, yeah. Do you think it's aliens? Uh, I mean, it's not like the cattle mutilations that you hear about all the time that, you know, especially with, uh, cows and stuff, it's, it's very odd. Um, you have the sheriff's department, the fish and wildlife, uh, judges, uh, they all kind of point towards some kind of large, uh, feline creature, um, that they don't quite know about. So, I'm not going to say it's like uh, the cattle mutilations where they, you know, pretty much take the entire insides out of the of the, the cow. Um, this is something that seems to be killing for, for fun. Um, like I was saying earlier, more like uh, the uh, African lions, the uh, the brothers, there, there was a pack of, I think it was originally like six probably more than six or seven and uh they would kill people for fun and they would kill other animals for fun so that's a possibility i don't see it being a big possibility but it's still a possibility that there's just a large feline out there uh maybe escape from a zoo or somebody's pet possibly and um now it's going around killing you know livestock and dogs and whatever else it could get its uh, paws on. Well, Joe, it was uh, nice talking to you. So we had a <laughs> person call in uh, saying that they're Joe Rogan, um, which, uh, um, I mean, unfortunately, that's doubtful. But again... Whoever you are, thank you for calling in. I appreciate your time. So, uh, no, no additional information was immediately released. Uh, again, that's from 2000. This one was from 2018. The first one I did was 2012 time period. Um, a lot of cool stuff, though. It really is uh, a lot of different things um that I'm I'm looking at so I'm going to be doing the next one uh it, it's pretty much the same area uh so we're going to do the warning after more attacks on livestock and again it's just it's you could kind of see that there's a pattern almost right uh so New warning after more attacks on livestock in Kentucky. This is uh, November 08, 2018, where this was done. Uh, there's a new warning from the law enforcement in Monroe County after another mysterious attack on livestock. Um, so this is this is Monroe County. Um, an investigation begun earlier this fall when three miniature horses were killed. Since then, more animals have turned up dead. Sheriff Dale Ford released a new photo to Channel News 5 
showing what appears to be a large cat on a trail camera in Monroe County. The photo was taken not long after two more calves turned up dead in recent weeks. The calves had claw marks on them and were partially eaten. So this one was partially eaten, not fully eaten, not just ripped up and left. So they didn't just kill and leave. This One of all these other ones partially eaten. So they still are killing for fun. But maybe they work up an appetite. They eat the last, you know, partially eat the last one and make their way somewhere else. <clears throat> Kentucky Fish and Wildlife officials had looked into the earlier killings of the miniature horses and determined their deaths was not the work of a wild animal. Whoa. Sheriff Ford disagrees. He believes an animal is to blame and says photos like the new one captured makes his point. Sheriff Ford is now warning all residents to keep an eye on their pets, livestock, small children, and he believes there is some type of large predator still roaming the area. So now they're going back and saying that, hey, uh, there is no, you know, fish and the fish and wildlife are saying, no, we don't believe that this is a wild predator doing this. Before they said it, that they did but they didn't think it was a large wild predator doing this. Now they're going back and retracting their statement, which is kind of uh, interesting. I mean, really. <clears throat> now here's one from MysteriousUniverse.org. Uh, so if you want to check it out again, it's MysteriousUniverse.org. And I'm going to read you. Uh, another um, story on this in the, from this particular site. It is deadly unidentified deadly un uh, I can't talk. Deadly unidentified creature strikes again in Kentucky killing six llamas. Settings of a large uh, of anonymous Large animals have steadily increased in frequency around the world over the last few years, and now they seem to be getting more dangerous. A South Carolina man was recently dragged into a ditch by an unidentified large black cat-like creature. Only a few weeks after a similar incident occurred in England when a mysterious large animal attempted to claw its way through a window into a young couple's home. Are these indicative of climate change or ecosystem stress or might a new phenomenon be developing so they're bringing this to a whole different level right they're they're saying maybe climate change or something else is involved in this um possibly so that that's kind of interesting uh it's hard to say as the creatures involved the creatures involved in most of these attacks and sightings remain ever elusive. Despite dozens of documented incidents, one of the most anonymous sets of sightings has been occurring in Kentucky, where, where wildlife officials and law enforcement officials have been baffled by a string of mysterious animal mutilations that have left both livestock and pets brutally killed. Despite the attention of Kentucky authorities, the creature behind those attacks remains on the loose. And now appears to have struck again. This week, I t this week, Louisville Metro Animal Services 
in Louisville, Kentucky, were notified of an unexplained attack that left six llamas dead. So this is actually going back to the story that I've read before, right? <clears throat> About the six llamas. Um, at Louisville Llama Farm, owner Carolyn Willette found wool and blood strewn about her farm on the morning of February 18th before discovering her animals mutilated carcasses. So, wow. Um, all the animals were found with deep bite marks behind their ears and on their legs, and seven other llamas were injured. Each of the, each of the animals weighed close to 500 pounds. So you have something that's attacking these large animals. Llamas about 500 pounds. Horses, you know, could range anywhere from 500 to over 1,000, depending on the horse. So you have a creature that has no fear that's attacking these other animals and killing these other animals. you got to think about that. What is going to do that? Um, each of the animals weighed... Uh, close to 500 pounds, 226 kilograms. Llamas are typically quite able to defend themselves against predators and are even kept as guard animals on some farms, including this one. They're all guard llamas. I mean, a lot of people have one or two llamas because that's all it takes to protect a herd. Co-owner Dale Hill told WLKY, we have a whole herd of guard llamas. You think they'd be able to protect themselves? What could have brought down these large, powerful animals? So that's even interesting. That's something I didn't know. I did not know that you can use llamas pretty much like dogs um, and use them as to, to guard your herd. And a lot of people, like he, like he said, only use one or two. <laughs> these particular people had a flock. And they could protect themselves. They could stop, you know, predators normally with no problem. Instead, somehow there is something that is just tearing them up. It's it's absolutely crazy. Interestingly, interestingly the Louisville Llama Farm is a close to the Louisville Zoo. But the zoo claims none of its animals had anything to do with a mysterious llama slaughter. Are these attacks related to the animal mutilations discovered in Kentucky in late 2018? What kind of predator could kill cows, miniature horses, pit bulls, and llamas without being seen or heard until more evidence is found, if ever is? This one remains an eerie mystery. If you live in Kentucky, you might want to think about keeping your pets indoors for a while. So that's that's pretty much that story. And again, I'm going to try to get all these um, up in the description. Uh, first, I'm going to publish it, and then I'm going to go back and, and look up these singly. Because right now, what I'm actually doing, I'm reading this from my tablet and giving the information. So I'm not going back and forth from page to this. Um, but I mean, that, that's just, to me, amazing. There's just, just so much different, uh, and apparently too, uh, I want to, I want to bring this up and we're going to, we're going to end up going deeper into this, but something I didn't know either. So in 1955, there was an alien attack 
Kelly, Kentucky, uh, roadside. So I'm going to end up, and that's what they're saying. They're saying it, it, it's an alien attack. So I'm going to read more about it. And that maybe that's going to be the next podcast. Um, cause to me, that's just super, uh, again, just super interesting. That was from 2019. Um, <clears throat> there was another attack. Um, and that's, the, that's the one I, I, I read originally. Uh, that's just, to, to me, is just amazing. Um, I just don't understand, you know, you have all these, right? So a lot of people are pointing to a large feline. And I'll even show you, or you can, I'm sure you can look it up in YouTube, where I, where I read that they got a clip of this uh, large feline um, type of animal outside. They got on, on a, a trail cam. What's going on, Mr. Bub? How you doing today? So they got this large feline type of creature on a trail cam, right? And it shows the, the footage. I think the footage is maybe... 15 seconds something like that but it's interesting because if you're looking at it it almost i don't know how many of you that are listening watched uh mountain monsters now i watched mountain monsters um because to me it was very entertaining very entertaining um and did i think it was hundred <laughs> did i think it was legit no but i thought it was entertaining as can be and but if you watch mountain monsters and you, you see how to like they kind of CGI'd some of this stuff. And you could tell like not good CGI. And I'm not trying to down talk Mountain Monsters because again, I love the show. It was very entertaining for me. I, I thought it was a great show up until they started getting uh, a little crazy with the, uh, the one mysterious team kidnapping and all that weird stuff. You know, just... If they focused on the mountain monsters, they would have been good. But anyway, if you, if you look at this footage, um, you could see, and again, I'm talking about Kentucky and all the mutilations. They found a cat on a trail cam and they put it on the news. I'm not in Kentucky, no. I'm actually probably going to be moving to Kentucky, though. Uh, right now, I am in Texas. But I'm talking about the Kentucky mutilations that's been happening over the last 10 and more years uh livestock just getting killed mutilated bite marks scratch marks um most of them not getting like eaten at all so the one thing that uh i thought was interesting is if tw the 2018 monroe county right it was uh, News Channel 5, Nashville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, family in uh, Berber Barberville. I'm not 100% sure where that is. I'm, I'm actually probably moving. And I'm not 100% sure if I'm moving. I might go to Tennessee. Uh, again, I'm in Texas right now. But I miss the mountains, man. I, I love the mountains and miss the mountains a lot. Um. But Channel 5 Nashville, and you can look this up on their website. It's uh, very interesting. They have, this is Cow Found Dead, News Channel 5 Nashville. So Nashville reported this. 
Three miniature horses, calves, have car marks, possible large cat is what it says. It's a... Uh, they're all saying it's a large, large predator creature. And it seems like it's killing for fun. Here's the thing. There was other people that were interviewed and I'm trying hard. I haven't found them. Uh, so if anybody is listening, if you find them on YouTube, please leave in the comment section or give us a follow on Twitter with a uh, monster America or monster investigators of America uh, on Twitter and hit me out a link. Um, Cause I've been trying to look for links for interviews for these particular cases. And there were ones that were up for the most recent ones in 2019. And somebody was saying they believe that it was not canine tracks. That these canine tracks are, oh, I'm sorry, not canine tracks. Feline tracks are a cover up the whole um, tape that I was telling you that they found on a trail cam it's a cover up that there were canine tracks large bipedal canine tracks found where these killings took place so to me that's very very interesting and there's a lot of dogman sightings over there and that's more interesting. If you look up dogman sightings in Kentucky, uh, you're going to find a lot of them. You could go on Facebook and, and uh, check out uh, Kentucky Dogman. Um, they have a whole bunch of sites. I'm sure there's a check the web out. Um, I use DuckDuckGo. But whatever you use, go ahead and check it out. Kentucky and Dogman, put that in your search and you're going to find a lot of encounters and sightings that are in Kentucky. Matter of fact, the one, where was the one I had? Uh, I can't remember if the one gentleman um, was actually, if you could at the time, booger whistle, right? It would have sound like you were. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it would, it actually, man, you did, it totally threw me off. I can't, <laughs> uh, so Kentucky has a lot of cryptids. It's, it's just known for cryptids between Bigfoot, Dogman, a lot of stuff going on, uh, over in Kentucky between pa the paranormal cryptids, uh, a lot of the, uh, the lights, um, are over there as well. When I say lights, I'm talking about the orbs that people see when they're out in the woods or out hunting, hiking, um, camping. Uh, so it, there, there's a lot of interesting things that are going on there, but Dogman is definitely one of those things that I think, uh, Kentucky is very, very well known for sightings wise encounters wise um there was a lot of scary encounters if you check out sasquatch chronicles i can't remember what episode it is no no it's not sasquatch chronicles i'm sorry 
It's actually the confessionals with Tony Merkel. I do not remember the episode, uh, but you definitely have to check it out. It's, it's happened last year. Um, one of the episodes last year, um, the Kentucky dog, man, uh, the encounter that this guy had, and I'm just going to do it short and sweet because I, I don't want to, you know, take away from that. I want y'all to listen to it again. That's Tony Merkel with the confessionals. Uh, check them out. I'm going to answer that in one second, Mr. Bub. Uh, so short story, this gentleman was out hunting, uh, his, I believe his, his, um, his grandfather took him out all the time hunting. He had his two dogs, right? So he went out hunting with his two dogs. They were hunting raccoons. And when dogs coon, you know, they coon up in a tree. Well, they were ran ahead of him. He was, you know, trying to jog with him uh, behind him. And then he heard a lot of yelping, uh, yelping from coyotes. So he figured that they must have ran into a pack of coyotes. They're probably fighting off the coyotes. So, and, and also trying to keep the raccoon up the tree. Um, as he's getting there, starting to get there, get closer, he hears it stop. So when he hears it stop, he ends up pretty much uh, stopping himself and trying to listen to see what's going on. Here's the start up again, and he's running in more because it, it sounds like it's getting more vicious. He ends up going there. The coyotes leave. He's looking at his dogs, and then he hears his one dog growling. He, and then he hears something else that sounds like it's gnawing away or, or eat, you know chewing on something. So he looks and he sees that there is a dog man behind this tree and had one of the coyotes in its hand. It was eating it. So as it's sitting there eating it, he looks up and he goes, you know, get him, go get him, boy, get him, boy. His dogs start to attack. His dogs into a fight with this big giant creature. He tries to run, you know, as fast as he can. Trips falls. This other, uh, what if it was really hairy dude? I, I, listen, man, I I think it's it's almost impossible to mistake a a thing that looks like a dog or you know canine or whatever for for a hairy guy. I mean, it would be, so it's, it's be hard for me to, to justify that. So this gentleman is looking back, trips, falls. He, he hears this thing coming closer and he goes, get him boy, get him boy, get him boy. His dog comes, goes to attack. He finally is able to get away. Uh, gets back to the truck. They wait a little bit. They end up, you know, the, unfortunately the dog did not come back. They left the jacket. Um, but you really need to listen to the episode on the confessionals with Tony Merkel. Again, it was one of last year's uh, episodes, but all the episodes that he has come out is fantastic. It's definitely something, uh, a podcast to check out. So Mr. Bub, let me just check out some real quick. What? So here's your question. What do you think that Elon Musk will be known for historically by the time he's finished? You know what? Uh, honestly with that transplant that he's trying to do with the brain is probably going to be something that he is going to be known for. 
I, I don't think it's going to be Twitter. I know the whole Twitter thing's ticked off a lot of people, but you know what? It, it is what it is, man. Um, to me, a lot of these people are just, they got their own uh, agenda, so, or, and they're just tools of the game. The Neuralink, yes. So I think the Neuralink is what he's going to be known for. Possibly, possibly, yes, I, I agree. I possibly think that the AI and the robot that he's trying to build is going to be something very bad. And I think that because he pretty much said that, that you know, he believes that the whole Terminator, uh, the Terminator deal, he said it himself that he thinks it's, it's a bad idea, but he's continuing forward to do it, which is weird to be, <laughs> to say the least. But I think that can be a very bad thing. I know a lot of people think it could be good and yeah, you could definitely debate it, I'm sure. Um, I could see good stuff coming out of it. I could see good things coming out of it medical-wise and, and, and helping people out. Um, but I could also see iRobot happening. If you haven't watched iRobot or read iRobot, go ahead, look, you know, check it out. And Will Smith uh, is one of the actors in it. And it's definitely an interesting movie for sure. So that's a possibility without a question of the doubt. I don't. I think he's going to be known for Neuralink and possibly the the whole uh, um, artificial intelligence robot that he is getting ready to make. Um, but there's a lot of uh, AI robots out there, so maybe it's not his. That's the you know one doing it. Creating confusion is part of mind control. No one knows how to take Elon Musk the character. Well, that, that's a thing. Uh, I think that you like he puts out a, a front and is a character. Like, say, uh, if you watch WWF, WWE, um, back in the day with Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon was a character. He played this evil boss that wanted to rule over everything, which... Maybe not so much a character, but a lot of people say you take, when it comes to stuff like that, you, you take yourself and you, you turn it up to 10. Um, so maybe that is who Vince McMahon is. Uh, a, a super sexist genius at the same time and uh, loves to be con in control of everything. That, that could be it. So maybe Elon Musk is doing something kind of like that. And he's putting out this giant, uh, you know, Prasad that he's, he's doing all this other, you know, all this other stuff. So it, to me, it, it's very interesting because Elon, if you look at his Twitter uh, and the stuff that he does is I think purely entertainment Trojan horse like Trump. Possible. My my thing is, when it comes to people like that, they're, uh, I, I think they're really tools. I'm not saying tools as in tool bag. I'm saying I think they're just tools in the game of people bigger uh, are using them. The Rockefeller family, uh, 
You got the Rockefeller, you got the Rothschilds. Back in the early 1900s, they were worth trillions of dollars. Trillions. Uh, with a T. Now, if you add that up, and I'm sure, you know, continues that money, inflation, and everything else to it. They're probably so rich, we can't come up with a word for it. Um, and they all had some very interesting ideas on, on uh, controlling other people. So I don't believe, uh, I, I don't believe that anyway, I used to, you know, believe that the presidents all, uh, were in control and, you know, did stuff. Now I, I, I think it's just some crazy you know, acting game. It's just not, you know, they're, uh, they're just tools. That's what it is. They're to see how people react. I mean, a lot of people react that a lot of people reacted differently with Trump. A lot of people act differently in Biden. Um, a, a lot of right now, uh, division going on. I believe that's the name of the game is to divide and conquer. Um, I don't know how we got conspiracy theories, but, uh, I'm blaming this on Mr. Bud for bringing Elon up. <laughs> but I believe that's pretty much, you know, um, the name of the game right now, man, is is divide and conquer. And what I say at the end of every single episode, and, and a lot of times in the beginning of the episodes, uh, we need to stop doing all this crazy hatred that we got going on. I don't care. It, to me, it was the craziest thing right before Trump got uh, elected, right? People legitly, and I don't remember this happening any other time, any other time at all, but people, you know, deciding they're not going to be friends with you anymore because you voted for one person or the other. Uh, and it was going to be the same way if, uh, Hillary won, there was people are going to be like, Oh, I'm not going to be friends with you. I can't believe you voted for this person. Uh, others, I can't believe it. And it just, just so much hatred going on. It's just crazy. And we've really got to stop with all the crazy hatred. We do. I don't care who you voted for. That shouldn't, that shouldn't be the way I decide, you know, if I want to be your friend or not, there should be like actions that decide if I want to be your friend, it's like, it's like my father always said, he said, you never ever judge a person by their looks or the color of their skin. You judge the person by how they treat you and they treat others by their actions. And that's what has to happen. I, I also believe that we kind of felt we, we dropped the ball when it comes to this younger generation. I'm 39 getting ready to turn 40, but I believe some of this younger generation, uh, we dropped the ball with, and they, you know, un unfortunately can't really think for themselves or they throw this hissy fit like they're little kids in a toy store and they're not getting um, what they want. And that's sad. That really is sad. Uh, but I really think we, we need to, as a country, uh, really try to start picking each other up 
and stop just this crazy hatred. And not just as a country, but worldwide. There's so much craziness going on, the, you know, between Russia, China, people saying, you know, they're going to drop bombs, this and that. Listen, man, there's no reason to use a nuclear weapon. Zero reason unless you're trying to eliminate most of the people in this world. No reason for a nuclear weapon. You want to go in and, and, you know, you have an issue with somebody and, and you, you want to go to war with them. That, that's a little different. Maybe like to me, Saddam Hussein, God was killing his own people, poisoning his own people. He was doing a whole bunch of crazy crap. Whole bunch of crazy stuff. If I'm a leader, I'm going to say, hey, we need to get, we need to take this dude out. Enough's enough. He's, he's just he's just killing his own people. And you're right. We do do the same. Uh, we've we've done stuff with, with uh, I can't remember the reporter's name, but this guy was a true reporter. They even made a movie about him. Uh, we dealt our own people cocaine. Cocaine. Got them addicted to cocaine. We also decided we're going to smart it up a little bit since they got caught and we're going to get people addicted to pain medicine. And that's what they did. They got people addicted to pain medicine who upgraded to heroin. A lot of people used to say that marijuana was the gateway drug. That's a lie. Pain medicine is the gateway drug. There's no question about that. There's so many different things. MK Ultra, you're right. MK Ultra, 100%. And MK Ultra, very real thing. President Clinton admitted to being a real thing. TV is also a gateway drug. I, you know what? I, I agree with that. I do. I also believe t TV is also a way where a lot of these people, not just TV now, uh, social media, and just regular media is as well a gateway drug because not just a gateway drug, but also a way to not hypnotize, but ah, what is the word I'm looking for? It's not hypnotized, but it, it, it's pretty much to have our younger generation and even some of the older generation not think for themselves. They just believe everything that they see on TV. It doesn't matter if there's a fact behind it. And it's been proven over and over again. There was actually a, a guy that was a part of um, Russia's... Uh, man, it's totally slipping my mind right now. Pretty much Russia's mafia, right? And he said exactly what's happening he laid out i believe it was in the 1980s he said they're going to start using tv movies games radio you know the the actual movie stars themselves so and they're going to start i'm confused on the tv like i'm enjoying the shit out of this but i feel bad because you went off the topic you wanted to it's all right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to steer back into place in, in, in a second. 
to me, this is a, it's still, it's a very, very important topic to me because a lot of people don't understand that, you know, they, they legitimately got, you know, things that are uh, pretty much, yeah, hypnotized watching stuff over and over again. There's, there's things now that a lot of people, um, you know, will believe just because one particular channel says it or multiple particular channels says it. And then all of a sudden you could show them a video that's not edited, that has the truth right in front of them. And they'll still say, no, that's that. No way. That's not it. Um, I don't, I don't think, see, I think, I don't know if war is necessary, but I believe that people like Saddam, uh, people like North Korea's dictator, um, I don't believe those people are necessary. I think all of us as the human race, because there's only one race and that's the human race, I think all of us need to start having the ability to think for ourselves and again, try to help each other out. It's just absolutely crazy. Um, nowadays where, you know, we, we should be so involved that we should be able to either talk it out or say, Hey, this guy has to go away on Tom and obey. That's it. Or, you know, death row or, or whatever. Um, it, cause it, to me, it's, it's, it's nuts that we're talking about nuclear war. It's just not, it's not good for anybody, but this is how I'm going to turn it around. So we got science is going so involved, right? They have these now labs, they're hidden miles underneath the ground. Uh, I think there's one in Tennessee, um, and they are trying to find God's atom. And the God's atom, you know, the creation of life is, is pretty much what they're looking for. But there's, they've been so, um, they're doing other stuff as well. And apparently they were, they've been opening portals. So they're opening portals uh, to the other dimensions, um, stuff that you would think is science fiction. Um, there's a lot of things like if, if you ever see the TV show Stranger Things, that's where, is it true? Yeah, Stranger Things. Um, apparently, a lot of a lot of that stuff is kind of uh, true. So the whole cryptid, paranormal, uh, even UFOs, some people think are tied to it because they keep on messing around with the fabric, pretty much the fabric, right? Not just the fabric of time, but the fabric of reality. That is what they're messing with. Stuff that they don't know. I, to me, I would be like, Hey, why don't we leave this stuff alone? You know? Um, and, and that's that's another thing that they're they're doing. So it, apparently, there's more and more and more and more of these sightings happening. The more they mess with this thing, uh, 
it's the collider. Uh, and and the, the more they mess with it, the more things are starting to, starting to happen. The more sightings and encounters people are having. Um, but this hasn't, I mean, it, sightings and encounters has happened throughout thousands of years. Uh, you check out the history of Native Americans, check out the First Nations people, um, Vikings, uh, Greeks. I mean, you can go all over history and you could find some kind of cryptid, whether it's Dogman or the Big Hairy Man or the Forest Giants or the Forest Guardians. Uh, there's legitly a lot of stuff going on. And to me, right now, is it possible that that collider has something to do with it? I really think it is. So you like how I turned that around? I turned it around and went right back to the subject. Uh, so I, I believe that could possibly have an issue with what's going on over in Kentucky with all these cattle, you know, livestock mutilations. Because it's not just livestock, it's cattle, horses, uh, dogs. Um, there was a story I found, and I, I can't find it. I'm sure, hopefully we'll be able to find it again. It was a 13-year-old boy that went missing. And it uh, was, was, unfortunately, found dead. But uh, they believe that, again... It, it, it was a dogman thing, but you can even leave Kentucky, leave Kentucky, go to North Carolina, uh, the mountains of North Carolina where that young boy, four years old, five years old, uh, went three days. Nobody could find him. Nobody was able to find him anywhere. Big search happened. Could not find him. Three days later, he's, he's found and, uh, he's found by a neighbor and the the crazy part is he said that there was a big bear that stayed with him and kept him safe. Now, I've seen stuff like in in the zoo where you know little kids fall into you know the area. And they, they, you know, gorillas or bears, or like pretty much like the, the mama or whatever stays by it, protects it. Um, however, I don't, I mean, North Carolina, we, we had, I used to live in North Carolina. Uh, there's not a lot of bears. I mean, you have some brown bears in that area, right? But this little kid said that there was a, you know, the bear was there, big giant bear was there with him, protecting him for a couple days. Uh, hey, Shorty, how you doing? Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, but this big bear was there and uh, protected him for three days. He was gone for legitly three days. And they, you know, he went to the doctor, got checked out once they found him. Um, and it, it looked good. Uh, the, the crazy part is, is that they had a search party that searched that entire area. So where was he for the three days that they could not find him? I want to try to get the mom, um, on the podcast and, and maybe, uh, talk me through, you know, with everything that happened. I believe it was the grandmother that was watching him, but talk me through everything that happened, you know, if, how the people 
came, searched, the area they might have searched. Um, and hopefully uh, shine a little bit more light on this because and, and see if maybe even the child remembers from today. So it, it's uh, <laughs> so so to me, it, it's it's just interesting, man. I, I think uh, there's a lot of things out there nowadays that we can't explain. And if you have an encounter or sighting and you want to be on the show, just send us an email, miapodcast at protonmail.com. Again, that's miapodcast at protonmail.com. Um, again, follow the show. You can follow us on Twitter. We're Monster Investigators of America on Twitter or Monster America on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. And I'm going to start posting up. Actually, I uh, on the last show, I mentioned this as well. I was hunting a couple weeks ago. I found these crazy barefoot tracks. And I don't mean bear, but I mean bear tracks um, to uh, while I was hunting. And I, I took a couple pictures. I'm going to post them up on my Twitter account on Monster America. Uh, Monster Investigators America, bam. So hopefully, uh, again, we're, we're on the hour mark. So, bro, hit me up. If you... Yeah, hey, listen, um, send me an email, miapodcast at protonmail.com, and uh, let's we'll, we'll talk about it because uh, I, I have it going. That email goes straight to my phone. So, um. But if anybody had any kind of encounters, sightings, paranormal, UFO, any of that stuff, go ahead and shoot me up that email and I will definitely get you on the show. We'll talk about it. And I promise you, I ain't going to sit there and laugh at you. That's just not what I do. We do talk about some conspiracy theories. I try to stay away, but I've, I've been, uh, man, the, the last one we did was with the uh, <laughs> Illuminati... Freemason and um, CIA. Uh, it was just crazy. Uh, we we had somebody pop on here, and it was just uh, it was it was it was it was interesting to say the least. Um, and unfortunately, I think I only had him on for about twenty twenty five minutes, and I I had to go because I was running out of time. But it was uh, something that was very interesting to, to say the least so i'm actually getting ready to head off and end my podcast thanks everybody for listening and listen uh i appreciate y'all chiming in i enjoyed going back and forth please give me a follow on here hit the like button and if you listen to us to out on apple Podcasts or anywhere else please give us five star rating um and again, uh, just give us a follow and share. The episode would greatly be appreciated. I'm going to be publishing this shortly. Uh, but like I always try to say, it doesn't matter if you see a little old lady trying to cross the road, give her a helping hand. Or if you see an elf on the elf on the shelf that needs help reaching that top shelf, go ahead and help them out. We are one human race we need to start looking out for each other stop being so hateful and start showing some love so until next time everybody i'll catch you all on the flip side have a wonderful night